Calls grow for the Minister of Children and Family Development in BC to resign. Review obtained by journalists that examines the death of a man dropped off to an emergency room by his long-term care facility and left there alone. Nova Scotia government has not built any public housing in nearly 30 years and refuses to do so now. Israel greenlights new settlement homes and bombing in Syria kills civilians and soldiers alike. Good morning. It's Tuesday, June 27th. I'm Nora, and here are your headlines. First to Chilliwack, British Columbia, where the First Nations Leadership Council is calling for the Minister of Children and Family Development to resign after a judge sentenced two foster parents to 10 years in jail for manslaughter. The foster parents killed an 11-year-old First Nations boy and were charged with aggravated assault of his sister, who was eight. The couple inflicted horrific abuse on the children, abuse that the Canadian press details, but that I won't repeat. Much of the abuse was filmed. The two individuals pled guilty. A worker from the Ministry of Child and Family Development had last been present at the family's home seven months before the boy was beaten to death in 2021. The First Nations Leadership Council has said that there's been, quote, ongoing lack of accountability, unquote, in the way that the ministry has responded to this. Regional Chief of the BC Assembly of First Nations, Terry TG, has said that the abuse was the, quote, result of negligence and a lack of systemic oversight, unquote. He called on Minister Dean to resign, as well as for the ministry to review its guardianship policies, especially as they impact First Nations children. Premier David Eby rejected the call, and he said that him and Dean were, quote, as horrified as First Nations leadership about what happened to these kids, unquote. That's not how it works, David Eby. You can't just be horrified. You're literally the ones in government and the ones responsible. And the only appropriate thing to do when you're that horrified, I think, is to resign. Eby said that there will be a full review of the case, reports Brianna Charlebois. Next to New Brunswick, where a man was dropped off to the Edmonston Regional Hospital emergency room by the care home he lived in and then was left on his own. He was triaged at level four, which says that he should have been seen within an hour, but it was less urgent than being seen immediately. But at the time he arrived, level four triage was taking up to 24 hours for people to see a doctor. After three hours of waiting, he had a cardiac incident. He was pronounced dead five hours after he arrived. Provincial policy said that the individual should have been accompanied by someone and it, quote, remains unclear why this resident was left alone, unquote, reported Global News's Natalie Sturgeon. The New Brunswick Association of Special Care Homes opposed the idea of mandating care homes to have to have someone accompany individuals who go to emerge. Jan Seeley said that it would be, quote, difficult given every situation is unique, unquote. Of course, that logic doesn't actually make sense, as the same could be said about every aspect of care that people receive within these facilities. Seeley said that, quote unquote, the best scenario is that these facilities pass off the responsibility to families, assuming that it would even be possible to ensure that a family member would be able to get to the ER to accompany a loved one with no notice. 
seniors advocate Cecile Casista reminded readers that people who are living in care facilities are there because they need help. To imagine that they could just sit in an overcrowded ER unaccompanied doesn't respect the reality of their situations. The individual only had $2.60 on him when he died, begging the question whether or not he'd even been able to purchase food while he was there. He was seen on camera at least once going to the vending machine. Jason St. Ange from CUPE said this, quote, residents can't have a bath. They eat their meal cold because we don't have enough hands. We don't have the bodies on the floor to take care of them 100%. At the end of the day, a lot of the staff leave work in tears, sad, mad, because they can't offer 100% of what these vulnerable people need, unquote. This information, including the recommendations made as a result of the review of the case, were obtained by Global News by an access to information request. They had first been denied when they made the request for the documents. Next to Nova Scotia, where the government there has not built any new public housing since 1995. Yes, that is 28 years. Anytime someone wrings their hands in that province asking why housing is at a crisis point, you can throw that information their way. There are about 11,200 public housing units, and their average age is about 42 years, reports Alex Cook from Global News. Nearly 5,000 people are waiting for a public housing unit. It takes, on average, two years to get one. Cook writes, The province has said it has no plans to build new public housing units, instead focusing its efforts on improving its current public housing stock. Unquote. Indeed, they will make upgrades to existing stock, which, while necessary considering the age of the units, will do absolutely nothing to fix these wait times. Average rent for a one-bedroom apartment in Halifax is $1,855. This is a long feature, and it goes on to include more defenses from the government for why they aren't building new public housing stock. It basically boils down to they don't want to, which is fine, but they should not be allowed to say that they care about the housing crisis at all, as one of the most important ways to take pressure off the market is to inject more public housing. That's literally the floor of what needs to be done here. Now to international news. Israel's defense ministry has approved plans to build 5,000 new homes in the occupied West Bank. The houses will be built at the Giv'at Ze'ev settlement. Construction has not yet begun, and it's unclear when it might. Wassel Abu Yusuf, a Palestinian official in the West Bank, has said this, quote, The Netanyahu government is moving forward with its aggression and open war against the Palestinian people. We affirm that all settler colonialism in the occupied Palestinian territories is illegitimate and illegal, unquote. At least seven Palestinians were killed last week when the Israeli forces conducted another pogrom at the Jenin refugee camp. Four Israelis were killed after the raids at Jenin. The U.S. State Department spokesperson Matthew Miller has said that they are, quote unquote, deeply troubled by the decision to build more settlement houses. They are also concerned that the approval process to build new homes has been expedited. U.S. Secretary of State Anthony Blinken said that the settlements were, quote, an obstacle to the horizon of hope we seek, unquote. He said that to the Israeli lobby group APAC. More than 700,000 Israelis live in the occupied West Bank and East Jerusalem. And finally, nine people died after Russian warplanes bombed a market in Syria. It happened near Jazir al-Shugur this past weekend. The area is located in Idlib province. The government has said that the attacks were retaliation for civilian deaths in the provinces of Hama and Latakia. 
Idlib is held by rebel forces. Six civilians were killed by drone and artillery attacks by rebel and jihadist groups. Fifteen civilians and four fighters were killed by Russia airstrikes and government artillery attacks. 2.9 people who are displaced live in Idlib. It's the last opposition stronghold in Syria. From the BBC, quote, in March 2020, Russia and Turkey brokered a ceasefire to halt a push by the government to retake Idlib. That led to an extended lull in violence, but sporadic clashes, airstrikes and shelling continue. Those are your headlines for Tuesday, June 27th. I'm Nora. And hey, it's Sandy and Nora Dame. So in a couple of hours, get ready for an episode that talks about why it's okay to make fun of billionaires dying at the bottom of the ocean. Have a great day.